hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you here with episode 45 of Spinning Thoughts. We are so stoked that we're even still doing this. I I don't know why anybody signs up, uh, but apparently we're doing the right things. Everybody say hello to my co-host, Mr. Brandon Robertson. B, what up? Yo, what's going on, man? I, one of these times, we're going to have to let you do the introduction because I want someone to introduce me. Surprise, surprise. Well, you'll have to <laughs> you'll have to practice your intro voice. It's very different um, than the rest. But radio voice, where got Angelo? Give it up. Well, I guess we know why Brandon doesn't do the introductions, <laughs> the spinning thoughts. So, everybody, please, we are so stoked. I mean, me personally, I'm, I'm very stoked, but I'm, I know everybody else is. Um, everybody help us in welcoming Ryan from Rookie of the Year. Ryan, what up, bro? Yo, Ryan. What's up, guys? Uh, God, I- I'm stoked to be talking to you, man. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Uh, thanks for being on Spinning Thoughts. No problem, man. I'm excited to do this. You are uh, you're traveling right now to L.A., correct? Yep, heading down to Los Angeles. We, we play tomorrow night. All right, so are you so- off tonight? We're off tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to catch Thursday's plane tonight in LA. So I'm trying to uh, go catch their show. Oh, dude! I have a friend who just saw Thursday uh, perform in Texas um, at Little Chicken Noodle on on Twitter. She's a good friend of the podcast. She just saw Thursday and she said it was phenomenal. Did she like the show? Oh, dude! Awesome. She loved it, man. Oh, I'm so stoked! You're going to see Jeff in Thursday, and and you're gonna rock out, man. That's that's awesome. Um. Yeah. Now, so what are you on the West Coast? It's only two two oh four. Are we doing what? Is it only two oh four where you're at right now? Um. Yep. Two oh four. Wait. Where Where are you guys at? We're on the East Coast. Oh, nice. Uh, what Jersey or something? Pittsburgh. No, we are in yeah Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, there you go. You ever been? Oh, of course. Hell yeah, you have. You like? Do you like the city? Anything stand out about Pittsburgh? You want to announce to the world? Um, I met Morrissey at the Hard Rock Cafe um, in 2012. Nice. And he was at that. He was at the hotel, right? You know, if you walk out the Hard Rock, that yeah. hotel, that really nice to the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they were staying there, so they walked over to have dinner, and I randomly ran into him and the band. So that was kind of neat. Wow, that is awesome. A very vivid memory of Pittsburgh too. He like even remembers, you know, the layout. The rivers are right there. I, you painted the picture, Ryan, so well. Um, I, I could see it right now. Um, so, Ryan, why are you guys uh, on the way to LA? I'm assuming this is uh, part of this amazing tour that you guys have been on since March 19th. This is the first full band tour. Correct me if I'm wrong. In the last five years, is this correct? Like yeah, five or six years it's been. So hell yeah, bro! Um, Congrats, welcome back. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, it's been kind of surreal. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun. But we started off doing shows by ourselves to get out to Texas, and then we jumped on tour with Forever Sickest Kids because they were doing a reunion thing, and then we jumped on the He Is We Kenny Holland tour, and that was great with um, All Red, a band called All Red that I like a lot. Right. Um. And then now we're starting the For the Win, the new low tour that started last night in Sacramento. So it's been a busy couple weeks for you. Yeah, a lot of driving. (laughs) I haven't done that in a while, so it's been kind of a been it's been eye 
eye-opening. <laughs> is that the part you missed the least, or what do you miss the least about touring? What are you doing right now that you're like, God damn it, I didn't miss this while we were not touring for five years? Uh, lack of sleep. <laughs> no, that's what you don't miss the most? Okay, I understand that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I haven't toured in a while, so when, you, you know, old friends come out, you have to hang out. You can't just... You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'm sure your nights don't yeah. end at, at 1030. You no, know. hell no. It, the the night just yeah, gets well, started. Right, right. And I'm from Raleigh, so my um my whole timing's off with everything. Right. When it's 8 o'clock here, it's usually 12 o'clock at home. So Yeah. We're we're the same way, bro. We're right there with you on the time difference, and, and we really appreciate you talking to us at, like, uh you know, like Brandon said, like around 2 o'clock on the, on the West Coast. Now, um, we, we've mentioned this. It's been, it's the first tour for rookie of the year in about five years. How does it feel right. though, to be back in the groove? I'm so stoked. You guys are, are, are back in it, but what's it feel like for you? Right now it's fun. Cause we're doing like a well, playing live. It's great because we're playing a bunch of songs from each record. So it's been like songs that we usually not play, I guess. So, um, that's exciting altogether. And then we've been writing, um, also on the road. So, um, and some of the guys are um, new to the band, so it's been fun writing new tunes and figuring out the formula and, and whatnot. We were just in the studio of Caleb from Forever Civic Kid. Nice. Um, all last all last week in Portland, uh, cutting some new tracks. So, um, it's fun to start that whole process too. You know, so it makes it all you know super exciting right now. How did you all prepare? for the tour was it as you were kind of saying like one of your least favorite things about touring is the lack of sleep what what did you do to kind of prepare to get back into this touring groove was was there a preparation process um i picked up i i bartend when i'm at home so i picked up more shifts to learn to go to bed at 4 a.m <laughs> there you go good thinking up. yeah just get yourself back into a, a late night cycle yeah it's, it's I'm I'm kind of um, a late nighter person anyway. It's just it's just waking up early in the morning after that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to stay up late. I I like to sleep. If I can sleep in, I'm I'm gonna do it. Brandon's a sleeper. Right. He really is. He's the kind of dude that once <laughs> he falls asleep, he's gone. And you're the opposite. You should sleep for three hours a night and be fine with it and live life happily. I can't do that. I, I think when I was a kid, like, I heard one of those stats, Ryan, that said, like, the amount of hours or days or years that, like, you sleep, you know, in your entire life. Like, the average person sleeps this many days of their life. It's a third of your life. Whatever it is, I was like, that's too fucking many. Like, I, Yeah, I, yeah, it's, an, it's, it's, it's one third of your one, it's, Is it one third or a little bit more? I thought it was, uh, like... Uh, I always like, thought it was... I don't, I don't know, eight, Brandon. Eight, hour, do you, eight hours of sleep. There's 24 hours in a day. Oh God! If, Are we really if getting you get, this if deep you get eight hours? It's not deep. It's eight eight hours a day. You sleep right. Well, twenty four <sighs> hours in a day. That's one third of your day, every day. That's that's crazy. That is crazy. So, uh, <laughs> I guess I appreciate the logic. I I couldn't have gotten there myself, B. So good job. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, really really I, deep stuff here. <laughs> it is. I think that it's it's stuck with me. You know, I I just don't want to quote unquote waste that time. So um. All right, you guys are in a groove. You're touring. You're you're up late doing your thing. Um, what did you miss the most then about touring during your little hiatus here? Was there something you were just itching uh, to to experience again with the whole touring package? Um, I mean, it's it's been a blast to play these songs again, full band. I mean, 
I, I was itching for that. Um, also, also, um, our our new guitar player is really good with harmonies, live harmonies, because rookie, we usually track a lot of stuff, so it's just, it's kind of fun to actually do it live now and like and 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 nail it if that makes sense. So um, that's 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 huge. That was I was super stoked for that. Um, also, we never toured when we put out the Good Night Moon too. We we never toured. Right. I did a tour for it, so I was itching to play those new songs actually live, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic, you know, with you mentioning that because, uh, and we're going to talk here in the next segment, so I don't want to jump ahead, but we're going to talk here in the next segment about some new music coming down the pipeline from Rookie of the Year. But with Goodnight Moon Part 2, as you're saying, you didn't really get to tour and support that release. So this is kind of a first for all those songs then to experience live, correct? Right. What's the What's the reception been like? Um, good. I mean, uh, a lot of people want to hear the Good Night Moon record, the, the yeah. first one, or or Sweet Attention. But um, there's a lot of there's a lot of fans that that have the Good Night Moon two record. I mean, that record was never really pushed, right, or anything. It was kind of like I pushed it on my Facebook for like fans, like diehard fans. Um, so it's fun to have. Um, we we got it reissued the record, and it's on um, Matt from Hawthorne Heights' label. So oh, very cool. So now we have copies and everything for the for the tour. So I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like a new record, but it's not a new record. But it's what we're pushing right now. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of neat, I guess. So it'll hold us over while we're demoing out for the new record. So Ryan, I'm going to take this opportunity real quick and go off script here, Brandon, if that's cool. Um, so I just want to say, you know, it's it's aw- it's awesome to do this podcast and talk to bands. Uh, just to learn what they're going through. But every once in a while, a band trickles through that like really resonates for me. And and Rookie of the Year is one of those bands. I, I just I loved you guys in high school and growing up and and you were kind of referencing like the Good Night Moon. I think it was released in two thousand six. I mean that was like the pinnacle of um, the emo pop punk era. And when I think back on that time frame. I mean, you guys are there. Like in my mind, like Rookie of the Year is one of those bands that I just remember. Is it you may or may you may or may not agree with me on that because you're in the band, but I think it's true for me to say <laughs> that. Um, but is it tough with with having that weight on your shoulders? Because I I almost would have to think it's difficult to break out from the good night moon because it was just it stuck with people. Am I off base at all? Right, right, right. That, yeah, that that re- that record went super like viral or yes. whatever you want to call it. It was it was a big deal. So I mean, um, I I don't know. The cool thing about Rookie, we never had a big single that was pushed. So it was like it was records. Like that, it was that record. It wasn't a song. You know, like when you talk about a band, like I love that song off that record. That was their big record. Like everybody, when they say the Good Night Moon, it's the Good Night Moon. It's it's eleven songs. Does that make sense? It's funny you say that because right before I I called you, Brandon was like, "Hey, and, and we always want to make sure we're ready to go before we call." He's like, "What's like the big single from Rookie of the Year?" Brandon, you remember asking me that? Like literally yeah, minutes that was before we called Ryan, yeah, twenty minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> he, he goes like, "What's the big single?" And again, I'm a big fan. I've been a big fan for a long time. And I go, "I don't know. Like, I don't think there is one. Like, it's just their their albums. Like, they they put out like good." full juicy albums and it, it, so you kind of you kind of nailed that there i think 
We're agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that, 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 that weight you're talking about is not really a weight because we didn't have, like, a single where we have to outdo or do better than or anything. It's, I think it's just been, like, good songwriting and cool records. Because, I mean, every time, every time that I hear someone talk about Rookie or Rita thing, it's, yes, yeah, it's all, always about an album. It's yeah. not about a song. It's not about anything like that. I mean, How crazy. the Liars and Battle Lines video did, well, that's a good way did to be. do well and, and stuff like that. But, like, yeah. So, I mean, like, I think there's still a lot of growing room or, or there's more to be said for, um, for writing and doing stuff, you know. Obviously, the new record will be a, a, hopefully a beautiful record, but it'll be a piece. It'll be a full piece. It won't be a single, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And we'll keep it, we'll keep it that way. It'll, it'll, be like an, it'll, it'll be another album. Piece, not a not a bunch of random songs with a big song on it. Or whatever. Yeah, it's perfect. So you you mentioned then, and let let's jump into this because I'm curious to see what you may be able to tell us um, about this next topic. So, um, from what I understand, throughout some of this touring that you've been doing already, you may have dedicated. Maybe I'm wrong, but have you dedicated some time already to the recording of this new album? Well, it's it's demo work, but it could be a song on the record. Like it depends. It depends. We're trying to do as much as recording as we can just to get back in that vibe. Yeah, because it's been a while. So, um, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's been fun working with um, a few producers and kind of vibing on different uh, uh, sounds because the the sound like we're we're a big 1975 fan. So yes, I mean, like, me too. Do we want to kind of like bring a rookie aspect with that kind of vibe Ooh. to it, or do we want to go like kind of like Goodnight Moon record, but a little bit more heavier, and 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 so it's kind of brand newy, but it's like, it, but it has a Copeland vibe or something to it. Wow. So I mean, like, there, so there's 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 lots of different um, uh, ways we can go with it. So I mean, it's right now it's just kind of like testing the waters on each one of those. Yeah, but you're not so, leaning towards one over another one, or any sort of feeling that you have as to how you want the album uh, to go or sound like? Um, the last the last demo we just did this past week, it's it's really fun. It's kind of like a third eye blind meets like kind of what's hip right now kind of vibe. So it's a little different sound, but I mean it's still like the rookie sound. So, um, I really enjoyed recording the song we did this past week. So. Is it still um, in know. the early stages then of record? It seems like it is. Is it still in the early stages? Yeah, yeah, way, way early stages. Um, there was rumor that we were going to go into the studio in July, um, but I think we maybe wait till after the August tour, and then. So this isn't going to drop in 2017 then. Uh maybe it could be like a like a November release or something. I'll we'll, we'll definitely release a single coming up. Okay, for sure. There we go. So, so new music we'll is due to drop in 2017 from Rookie of the Year. Right, yeah, for sure. For okay. Sure, for sure. Now, you know, as we write these questions, we're not exactly sure at the time uh, where you're at. Or what we're going to be able to find out and not find out. So we're, we're going to ask some questions that may be too early, and, and that's okay. If you slip and tell us something you shouldn't, then... Oh well, sucks to be you. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> is there an official title for this new album, or how do you even do that? Do you make a title to the album and then write it, or do you write the album and then title it? Good follow up, Brandon. Um, I, I usually write a record and then title it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think of a title of a record until after I have like a lot of songs 
so you kind of have a certain vibe going on. Um, I've always gone every record I've ever done. I've had a title for it, but it always changes. Yeah, so you might as well so, not even waste the time making it now. So you're saying "Good Night Moon" had a different title originally? It did. It had um, what was the title? I, I you know what? I don't even remember what uh, the title was. Actually, you know Ryan, what it was? Come I think on. It was I think it was going to be um, like self-titled, like a like a rookie of the year, rookie of the year. I think that's oh, what we were oh. first. and that's um, yet and to happen. Came, maybe this is the the time. Yeah, that, maybe so. <laughs> well, if so. it does happen, then you heard it here first on Spinning Thoughts <laughs> Podcast. Breaking if it, news. If it doesn't happen, then fuck you for listening to us, anyways. Um, whatever. And why do you guys listen? Why do you guys believe us? I don't. Yeah, know. don't listen to us. Um, <laughs> Ryan, is this going to be an EP or a full length? My guess is a full length. That's, That's the vibe I'm getting. That's my guess as well, yeah. Yeah, as of right now, it'll be a full length. I mean, there was talk of maybe doing, like, uh, three EPs, and we'll release one every three months with a video for each okay. five Interesting. EP. Um, That's an option, but, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what um, – we're still talking to labels. So, I mean, there's some really cool labels that are chatting with us, so – We'll we'll see if um we'll see if we go their route because I mean they'll have a say too so um well I guess we'll just see I don't know I have no clue what's gonna happen. Is recording this record what you had in mind when when bringing rookie back together or or was it just a tour or like what what put you in a mindset to make a record? I mean first the first thing I, I was just gonna do a record and then maybe find a cool tour maybe like bug Bryce from Rocket Summer and do a full tour or something. Oh like wow, that. Or, nice. Or or, or or do something like that or like or like, you know, just be back and do a full band tour. Um now with what's going on, um, we're trying to get like that new like generation of fans that kind of jump on board too. I mean, at the shows we're definitely seeing the old fans come out. Um it's kinda of hit or miss in what city we're in, but like it, I mean they're definitely still out there. So um There's one right here. There you go. So I mean, like, I want to make sure I want to make sure everybody's happy. Like, I want to have this vibe where the new generation loves it. Like everybody that liked the most beautiful, sweet attention. Um, you know those records too, and the good night moon. It's like it's it's kind of big shoes to fill, but I mean, kind of what you're saying. It's a little bit of weight, but I'm not worried about it. I think I think we'll be fine. What would you say has been the most challenging to date, or maybe what you would anticipate? to be the most challenging is it getting back into a groove of touring or would it and like playing all the shows and the, the travel life or is it transitioning back into the recording and creative process what what's the trickiest for you right now i i think that the touring is coming pretty easy granted some of the guys that are out right now haven't really done it before so it's kind of fun to watch them and and and, and kind of get involved and in, in, smell that beginning again that you had when you first started so that's fun um and then so i i wouldn't say that hasn't been challenging that's actually been kind of fun and like a good time i, I think challenging will definitely be the the song the song writing for yeah, sure yeah it it usually so. is it comes from a deep deep place uh, i'm really looking forward to hearing what comes here from uh rookie of the year uh what are you most excited about with this release, is there something in particular? Um, let's see. I'm excited to put out because the last two records I put out didn't really have distro and stuff like that. So it's gonna be fun, like 
actually being everywhere and being on and, and being like a really big push with it again and like having a budget and like doing stuff like that. So, I mean, it's going to be fun to have someone else having your back a little bit, especially the label. So, um, that's going to be, you know, it's going to be a little less uh, nerve wracking having something like that helping out behind it. So far, Ryan, before we move on, what would you say has been the best part of getting back into this rookie of the year uh, mentality? The four hours of sleep, that's got to be the best part. <laughs> I, I, think it, I think it's seeing the old fans coming out and, like, seeing old faces and, like, people that still, um, still enjoy the band. I mean, it's kind of, like, it's uplifting to see people like that. And um, the, on, the online, like, so, social media has been so um, kind to us the yes. last, like, on so I mean, it's it's kind of been it's kind of been crazy. I mean, we've gone up a lot of uh, like our likes on Facebook have gone up dramatically, and like people are like, "Oh my God, you guys are back!" or or you know, I, I don't know. It's it's been kind of a, a blessing with all that popping up everywhere and stuff. So. Well, we for sure, for sure. we love you, Ryan, and we love Rookie of the Year. And like I said, I'm not afraid to tell my listeners and to tell the guests that I have on. I'm not afraid to tell them when I'm like into them. I'm I'm into rookie of the year, Ryan. I, I dig you guys. Dur- I I appreciate it. During during the break I'll send you a clip of a new song and you can tell everybody if you like it or not. Hell fucking yes. <laughs> That's what's up, dude. All right. So, why don't we do this? We're going to jump to playing a song for all the listeners, Ryan. We always do it every episode. It's part of the gig. So, we're going to jam out to and this is really a phenomenal song. Um Love Me Crazy from the Good Night Moon Part 2, um, which is the uh, latest album from Rookie of the Year. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, I, we play this song every night live. I, I love this song. It's a fun, it's a fun so song. if you've seen it live, good for you. If you haven't, there's still opportunity for you to make that dream come true. So here is Love Me Crazy from Rookie of the Year. Enjoy. Like you always do Sing till we both fall asleep Underneath the good night moon And I want you to fly Just don't fly away from here Cause I couldn't live with myself If I watched you disappear It's like we're sitting on the back of a dream Waiting for
So that was Love Me Crazy by Rookie of the Year. This is from their latest release, The Goodnight Moon Part 2. Now, Ryan, before we move on from this particular track, give give us any insight you can behind the writing or recording or just the overall feeling of this particular track. Anything you think uh, we should know? Uh, for, for Love Me Crazy? Yes. Yep. Um, that, that whole song is... Um, all right, so... I, I dated a girl for about seven years, and then I went in to record this record, and we broke up. So I had all these songs, not this song, but I had a ton of other songs written and worked like two months, getting them all ready, and la-di-da. And then when that happened, my the producer, uh, Steve Subcheck from um, like Syracuse, New York area, um, he was like, let's, let's scratch everything you have, and let's just start writing what just happened right before you got here. So we started just cranking out. That's why the Goodnight Moon 2 is kind of all like on one storyline. We literally wrote the, we, we wrote the, the beginning, the, the intro track, and then we went to the next song, the, which is Love Me Crazy, and then it's just like a storyline. So um, Love Me Crazy is um, just like, you know, a relationship song, breaking up and being with someone, breaking up and being with someone. It's, it's like crazy time, but... Somehow you always get back together. Granted, we didn't, but at that time I had, in my mind, we were. <laughs> I wrote it that way. Well, and so. sometimes you do, and sometimes it's better not to. So um, thank you for that insight. Now, we're going to have something juicy at the end of this episode that we're going to talk about. So um, not that you were going to bail on us just yet, but if you were even thinking about it for a second, you don't want to. You're going to want to stick around. Uh, for the very end of this episode, we've got something cool from Rookie of the Year. So um, before we jump into all of that, Ryan, we want to do a few more things with you here. So um, 
right now, um, when you look back on all the accomplishments from Rookie of the Year, you've been around for about 10, 11 years or so, or at least since the Goodnight Moon dropped. Um, what what accomplishments do you feel mean the most to you? Um, in music, I've never I've never had a uh, like a goal. I kind of just do it, and if it happens, it happens. Um, I don't like being let down. Like I had obviously I had goals when I was a kid, but I never put a goal up for anything. Otherwise, I just feel like I mean I have goals that I want to do, and I and I'll try, but it's not like the main focus. Because it takes away the fun of playing music if you go that way. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I mean, it's fun when beautiful things happen and like good things happen. But I mean, if everything's gone to shit and it's just like a shitty time, like, yeah, I don't want to be bummed out about something. So, like, when it comes down to being like accomplishments and stuff, I mean, there's accomplishments. I mean, the Goodnight Moon sold a crapload of records, so I mean, that's that's insane. And we're, we were just backwood kids from North Carolina. Like, I, we don't we still don't even know how we got the front of MySpace. For two weeks, which <laughs> helped us. Like, that just, we randomly woke up one day. We were on tour of Black School Lights, which is the Get Up Kids side project band. Right. And I remember Jim, Jim from the Get Up Kids, walked into our hotel room and he goes, Looky, looky, I see rookie. <laughs> and then he, put, he, puts up, he puts up his phone and we're on the front. And they were on the front too. So we think maybe their management did it too because we were on board of them if that makes sense yeah yeah and yeah. then we went and then we just blew up right there and they they did good too but we stayed up there for like two two weeks and it was like crazy i mean our our songs got like 20 million plays each and it was like our record sold you know a crap load of i think just during the time we were on the front of myspace the record did like around like thirty eight thousand copies just for those few weeks oh i'm sure so like so i mean it was just like it was kind of like what so i mean um and, and with that, that that helped out our career too. So, I, like uh, John from Secondhand Serenade, heard us from that from being on the front too. And if you remember correctly, we got the tour of Secondhand like seven times. Yeah, you and, guys and, really and did. Our, yeah, we toured him a lot, and, and and my band would play with him sometimes too on tour when he would do full band stuff. So like, and that was a beautiful re- relationship to have too, because I mean he he was like number one one on the radio. I know, time, so. I know. And he's still doing it. He's still doing his thing. He was with Hawthorne Heights or still is maybe right now. Yeah, yeah. They, they did that acoustic tour. He did um, his uh, first record uh, uh, reunion tour. So that was really cool for him. And, and we've, we've been like, we can't ever thank him enough. I mean, he took us out so many times and even at his height when he didn't have to. I mean, he, he uh, declined like buy on bands to still put us on his tours. So, I mean, like, it was pretty surreal. To, or, I mean, it was, I don't know, he, he was a very uh, kind person to us. It was great. So that's an amazing uh, reflection on the accomplishments so far, Ryan, and, and we appreciate all that. Um, what what I want to know before we head into our final segment, um, I don't want to, because we've got something additional that we're going to add on at the end here. So I want to make sure that we're sticking to the time frame. But um, we do a little segment called Satisfy Your Spotify. And basically, it's just our way of asking you a couple quick questions about what you're jamming to music these days and things like that. So, uh, you cool with that? For sure. All right. So, uh, Brandon, why don't you ask him the first one here? A few of your favorite bands right now. My favorite band right now is probably, I'm a sucker for Lydia. I love Lydia. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) 
it never gets old. I think Leighton's like an incredible songwriter. Um, I just got their uh, four song string EP. It's like songs from all their records, but uh, it's with the string section behind it. Wow. It's like, it's, it's pretty powerful. I'll have to it's check it out. Record. I haven't, I didn't even know that existed. Is it new? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's brand new. So, I'm, I'm going to have to check it out. So that that's what you're jamming to right now. I've been jamming, a, yeah, totally a, a, lot, a lot to that. I'm, I'm trying to think about, I'm a big sucker for Quiet, remember Quiet Drive? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, do I? Yes. Their new record that came out, well, it came out in, like, 2014. I still listen to that record probably every day. It's a, it's a great rock record, like a pop rock record. Wow. Um, it's been a while but, since I've listened else? to them. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I listen to a lot of old M83, too. Yeah. Like the old records from like a decade ago or whatever. I think they're more like uh, instrumental, but it's just a lot of fun to listen to. What are you guys listening to? I can mark it down to listen to while we're driving. Whoa, dude. I've never really had a band ask us a, a question like this before. I never have either. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, Brandon, do you, want me to, do you want me to start? I feel yeah, like I listen to more new music than you do. You do. Um, well, okay. The listeners of the podcast, Ryan, they're gonna they're gonna be shaking their heads when I say this because I I say it on many many episodes, but I can't speak higher uh, enough of a Will Away's new album here again. Do you know anything about it? No, I don't. Yes, bro, I am so excited that you haven't heard of them because when you listen to them yeah, and you good. fall in love with it. You're going to okay. think of me, and I'm going to be like, I fucking <laughs> did that. Like, I did that. You're going to think of me every fucking time. Yes. It, okay. A will. Wait, can you, can you um, send me a text of um, your, yes. what, what song to listen to first? Ab- absolutely. I will send you a text, but to answer it, it is their title track. Here again is fucking phenomenal. Um, I'm so stoked. I can't wait. You got to. Tweet us and let us know what you think of it whenever you hear it, okay? Does that sound good? At Spin Thoughts Pod. Absolutely. I'll totally do that. There we go. So a will away, I'm digging on. Um, I mean, me and Brandon, we're vinyl junkies, so we really do appreciate older music. The, la- the last thing on my turntable was animals. Yeah, so uh, you, I'm a big big vinyl junkie, but I I differ from Brandon. Go ahead. Did you guys pick up um, The Goodnight Moon on vinyl? You know what? I don't have the Good Night Moon on vinyl, um, and I would love to get it. So maybe I, I'm trying to collect all these bands that that we talk to that are releasing albums and they're coming out. I always ask, "Are you producing it on vinyl?" So um, that I can go out and look for it. So I will own this one. It's absolutely Wait. worth the purchase. Um, other, I do like the 1975. So they're they're up there with uh, everybody else, and and really anybody who's on the podcast. I would just like to say this to the listeners: any band that's on Spinning Thoughts is a band that Brandon and I enjoy and listen to and respect. So Rookie of the Year falls into that. I know I've I've said it already in this episode, um, but Rookie of the Year is another that I've been jamming to, especially getting ready for this interview um ryan we're gonna do one last segment here with you um and then we'll announce what we're ending the episode on so when we have a band on we try every once in a while to come up with a brand new segment that is inspired by the band so we created a segment called rookie of the decade 
is what we're going to call it. Yeah. So here's what it is. It's pretty simple. Starting in the 60s all the way up through like the 2010s, whatever that's actually called. um, We're going to ask you three groupings of bands or artists and you have to tell us who you like better. And basically, I just want to say this. It's called Rookie of the Decade because these bands started in this decade. It might not have been their biggest decade. Uh, For example, you'll see Pink Floyd falls into the 60s. They were bigger in the 70s, but they started in the 60s. So that's what we're going with. You down with it? Yeah, I got got you. I got you. All right. Brandon, you want to kick it off? Kick it off. Here's a, a classic battle. Beatles or the Stones? So we're starting in the 60s. 1960s, right. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go the Stones, actually. All really? Right. I, I didn't see that coming. I'd go Beatles, Brandon. I would, too. Beatles, right. for sure. Next up, we've got Led Zeppelin or The Who, and Zeppelin started in 68. Um, I, I, would, I would do Zeppelin, for sure. Brandon, I feel like you're a Zeppelin guy. Yeah, I would go Zeppelin. I do love The Who, I but go I would go Who. Zeppelin. I figured that you were going to say that. Uh, who's Next was one of the first vinyl albums I ever heard in my life at a very, very, very young age, and it was awesome. Um, Brandon, take the final one in the 60s Rookie of the Decade. The Doors or Pink Floyd? Oh, Pink Floyd all day long. No doubt. This was a tough one for me to write up because my favorite artist of all time is Jim Morrison, but my favorite band of all time is Pink Floyd. Um, so, there you go. Yeah, uh, I'd go Pink Floyd here too. All right, we're heading into the 70s of the brand new segment titled Rookie of the Decade with Ryan from Rookie of the Year. This is the 70s. Ow. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Uh, ACDC or Kiss? Kiss. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Phantom, what is that? Phantom of the of the Park was, was this VHS that came out like in the 80s. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It, it features Kiss. On my Netflix right now, it's like suggested that I watch Scooby-Doo and Kiss, some animated to. story or something. <laughs> Brandon, tell Ryan what's up next. Uh, Queen or Aerosmith? Uh, so can I do a tie? You cannot. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Freddie's I'm listening. Go, I'm, I'm gonna go on Aerosmith just for personal reasons. Wow. All right. Wow. You know, it's hard to believe that Aerosmith has been doing it since the '70s. Seriously, it's it's my my first my first tape was Get a Grip. That I bought, that my parents let me buy. Brandon loves um, Aerosmith. Toys in the Attic was one of my first vinyls that I ever owned. There you go. <sighs> yeah, the, and then with that, like, um, I went back and bought some old ones, and, and I've always been a fan of of Aerosmith. And uh, <laughs> Queen's probably in my Queen's probably in my top five bands of all time, though. Oh, so I that just w- think I just think I, I think Aerosmith has a really cool um, writing craftsmanship. Yeah, they write. It's just like. It's really neat. There we go. Um, uh, good question for Ryan, then. It was qu- quite the conundrum, Queen versus Aerosmith. Um, to finish out the 70s, we've got the Eagles or Journey. This should be easy, I think. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I don't like Journey. So I'm going to Oh, all right. Interesting. Yeah, Brandon, it. are you an Eagles guy over Journey? Yes. I guess I'd have to pick the Eagles over Journey as well, but I love Journey. I when see you, them every when, year when they the when they Eagles, tour. The Eagles are musicians. Like, I don't know. Yeah, well, well I mean, Journey I is too, it. but when you work in a bar for five years, you hate Journey. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm sure that you know in closing time. Every single <laughs> guitar lick yeah, of every close, single. Close, you hate closing time, Journey, and well, what's um, well, and there was Prince for a little bit, but yeah. then we have to like him now. Right, but, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, Brandon, kick off the '80s. Um, right. I feel like you know more about the '80s than I do. I do, and and I'm looking at some of these now. Uh, this one's actually pretty tough. Van Halen or Motley Crue? Um. I'm going to go with Van Halen for sure. I'm going to go with Van Halen too, I think. I think Van Halen's better, but I love my I actually crew. don't have a preference. I, I don't really get into either or any of the like hair metal of the 80s. It, I appreciate oh, it. I, I like it. I like the vibe of it, but I just don't listen to it. I'll go with Van Halen just so I don't stir the pot. Um the second in the 80s is Metallica or Guns N' Roses. Um I'm going to go with Guns N' Roses. Brandon, are you? I th- I would feel Metallica for you. It is Metallica. I am me. all about Guns N' Roses. I'm not a huge Metallica fan. Again, dude, I, I, I love. I will say this. I, I will say this. My my in my first five CDs, I had uh, Metallica Black. Me too. Um, yeah. And that was. I always thought that was a beautiful record, but I don't know. So I guess maybe just because Guns N' Roses have um, been really relevant, like the last five years. Right. Well, Metallica so, uh, just I'm dropped a good... brand new album. Yeah, I, I had a they tape. They did. They did. I, 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 t- I listened to it on Spotify quite a few times. But um... Next, we have Bon Jovi or Poison. This one I couldn't care any less about. Uh, I, would do bon- I would do Bon Jovi for sure. I would too. Over, so would I. Over Poison? Yeah. I would yeah. do Bon Jovi. There we go. All right, we're on to the 90s. Um, and again, it started to get tough around now. To find the bands that started in a certain decade, um, but were also super relevant. Like some bands in the 90s, like Green Day, for example, started in 86. But, you know, Green Day, they're still fucking huge right now. So um, I didn't mention them in the 80s, and I'm not going to mention them any later. Um, So the 90s, we've got Weezer or Foo Fighters. Uh, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters have been like my favorite. Old Foo Fighters is like my favorite stuff of all time. Yeah, it's um, awesome. Brandon, you. I would... am a. I'm a huge like Pinkerton's probably my favorite record of all time. Yeah. But Foo Fighters is more uh thing in my life. My a funny story. My watch out, one. Um. We almost crashed. Sorry. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> what was gonna say? Um. Foo Fighters. My dad's brother. Is best friends of Dave Grohl's mother, wow. which she hung out with Dave all the time. There's pictures of them. So, and then he, when he was still Nirvana when I was a kid, so when he started Foo Fighters, we actually had the first Foo Fighters, uh, the Call record or whatever. Um, we had that way before it came out. Wow. Uh, and I got to hear it way before it was even like anywhere. It was it was pretty. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, and I, I've got I've gotten to meet Dave like five times through uh, my uncle. So, uh, I would pick Foo Fighters then as well. Uh, no question. Weezer, about it. <laughs> Weezer's definitely there. Um. All right. Next, we've got Rage Against the Machine or Corn. Uh, I would do Corn. I like Corn. <laughs> okay, Brandon, where are you at? Uh, this one's tough. I love Corn. I almost don't consider it's a tough match. I don't consider them the same. In the well, same category. I didn't want. I didn't want to necessarily make them the same. I mean, yeah. I mean, this was intentional. Well, I mean, wait till you hear the next one. They're Pick a band, Brandon. Same. I'm gonna go Rage Against the Machine. I'm going Rage as well. All right, this may be one of the toughest ones, Ryan. 
um, that we're going to ask of all the decades. Brandon, finish out the 90s with one of the tougher uh, questions. This is tough. Backstreet Boys are in sync. I'm 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 all um, BSB. BSB. Really? That didn't seem so tough. Brandon, where are you? I am in sync on this one. I'm gonna go BSB with my boy Ryan. What up? <laughs> all right. Uh, we've got the 2000s. We've um, first up is My Chemical Romance or The Killers. Uh, My Chem for sure. I'm my Ken Brandon. The killer's for me. Of course. Ask all the right, ne- ask right, the next right. one. Uh Fallout Boy or Paramore? Uh Paramore. I- I've never been a Fallout Boy fan. I've never gotten to Fallout Boy. Interesting. Okay. All right. Brandon, where are you? Paramore. I do love Paramore. Uh, Par- but uh let me try maybe I'll fix that in post production since I sound like an idiot. I do love Paramore, but uh and and Haley Williams is awesome. Uh, but I'm going to go with Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy was one of the first uh, bands that really got me into this scene. Um, where are we at? I'm, I lost my spot. Okay, here we go. Last one of the 2000s. We have Maroon 5 or Arctic Monkeys? Uh, I'll do Maroon 5 for sure. Old Maroon 5 is beautiful. I, don't, I, I don't agree with you. I'm 100% um, on that boat. Yeah, they were... They're, their uh, musicianship was great on the first two, three records, and then now they're kind of poppy. And I get it because they're going with the times, but um, yeah, Old Maroon Five for sure wins that one. I wasn't ever a huge fan of either. Uh, I'll roll with Arctic Monkeys on this one. Brandon, um, kickoff. This is um, just the, the 2010 to yeah, now. the the nowish kind of stuff. Uh, Brandon, go for it. The Chainsmokers or Ed Sheeran. Uh, oh, that's toughy. Um, I don't know. They both they both write cool songs. Um, I I would probably have to go with Ed since he uh since he's like a writer. Well, I guess they're both writers. I don't know. I'm I'm not a big fan of the whole DJ thing. So there you go. Yeah, uh, I would have to probably go with Ed on that one for sure. All right, the next one. Uh, we're we're sticking to I guess a cer- certain kind of theme here. We've got One Direction or Sean Mendez. Um, I don't even know if I know a Sean. I don't either. I was just gonna say that I don't know who that is, so I, I go One Direction on this one. Seriously? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go One Direction for sure. I think I love you guys more that you don't know who Sean Mendez is. I really, I really, really do. All right, cool. So we're going One Direction. Who the fuck is Sean Mendez? Um, and <laughs> uh, Brandon, this is I feel like you this made is, that up. I did. He, he's real. <laughs> Fucking. T- Google the guy. He's real. Um, all right, Brandon, take the last one. This will be the last one in Rookie of the Decade with Ryan from Rookie of the Year. The last one. Imagine Dragons or the 1975. I'm going to obviously do 1975. We didn't know you were such a fan before we wrote the question. I would say the 1975 as well. Brandon, I haven't listened to enough 1975 to right. know, so I have to go Imagine Dragons. There we go. IG is, or IG, that wouldn't be Imagine Dragons. Instagram? <laughs> ID! God damn it. Um, so, <laughs> there we go. That was Rookie of the Decade with Ryan from Rookie of the Year. Ryan, thank you for playing along. We appreciate it. No problem. All right, brother. So, we are about to sign off here from Spinning Thoughts. Um, but in our break, when we were listening to Love Me Crazy, you told me and Brandon 
that you were down with us playing a song. It's a demo um, that you just literally sent us during this interview for us to play, I'm assuming for the first time anywhere, um, right here, right now. Is is that what we're doing? Yep. No, no one's heard this. It's just, a, it's just a demo. So this is a phenomenal first for Spinning Thoughts, Ryan. So we are extremely grateful. Why don't you go ahead and give us the introduction to what we're about to hear? Um. Well, all right. So I, we originally started writing this song um, it's the first song that Rookie's written in, in C tuning, so it's a little little heavier. Um, and then we were starting to write the song about the Haley's comment, and then it turned into a, a relationship song. So you can kind you can kind of hear the lyrics kind of go back and forth. It's kind of fun. It's kind of like all over the place, but the chorus is super cool. It's, it almost sounds like the band hymn. <laughs> oh, killer! It's not, it, it, it's 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 different, but I mean you'll you'll see. It's it's, it's totally rookied out too, but I mean it's. Uh, it's an interesting song, so I'm I'm excited to see if people dig it. And this is and and as I said earlier, um, this is just one of the directions we may go. So I mean, this could be the only time this song ever plays ever. That is my kind of shit. I'm all about it, Ryan. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna say goodbye. We want you to hang on. We're gonna talk off the air, but we're gonna for the very first time ever on Spinning Thoughts uh, play a demo that's never been heard, and we're gonna end the episode on this demo so we want to thank you ryan for being here on spinning thoughts as we get ready to play emotionless the demo from rookie of the year thanks for being here bro thanks ryan no problem thank you guys
So for the very first time ever anywhere, you just heard a demo from Rookie of the Year titled Emotionless. Yeah. Holy shit, this song is awesome. I'm almost speechless. So Brandon, what do you think? I, I didn't know what to expect. He said the song was going to be heavy. It blew my mind, honestly. The chorus, fucking insane. The vocals, insane. The drums, insane. The whole thing, awesome. The intro will hook you, and I'm sure it already has. Thank you, Ryan, from Rookie of the Year for being here and for letting us debut Emotionless for the first time anywhere on Spinning Thoughts. Now, we want you to make sure that you're also checking us out on Twitter at Spin Thoughts Pod. And on Facebook, SoundCloud, you can subscribe to this podcast for free, free. on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. Our website is spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. We just heard Emotionless, a demo from Rookie of the Year. We're signing off from Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo. And this is Brandon. As always, we leave you from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, World Music Megaplex, here at Evergreen Studios. Keep on rocking out. With your peace out. Emotionless! Ugh!